back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. We are Alexis and Samantha Bellbell of An Extra Dose, obviously, that's our podcast, and we are the vloggers behind a doubledose.com, and on there we share lifestyle, fashion, and wellness tips. So I'm sure you guys have heard of us from our blog, but if you guys found us another way, we're glad to have you, and thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We're going to be sharing a little bit about hormones and hormone balancing, and um, on a side note, we just did a amazing face mask, and well, we cleansed our face because we had put makeup on earlier for some stuff for work, and I don't know about you guys, but I hate, I mean, I like kind of dread washing my face at night, but it's obviously something I have to do every night because I do not go to bed with, with makeup on, no matter how tired I am or how like just emotionally drained I am, which I feel like I am right now. But I will not go to bed with makeup on because it is gross and I will probably wake up with like 20 pimples on my face. And I already it's already that time of the month for me, so I already have a million breakouts. So like that is a no. I cannot go to sleep with makeup on. But we shared in another episode with the previous episode that we've been loving some of the products from Foreo and we actually just used some of them. Um, we've been using them obviously, but we just used it literally right now. Um, we used the, so their bundle is available on Amazon, but their bundle comes with the Luna 3, which is a cleansing device and it's so easy to use. It makes actually cleansing your face actually fun and makes you want to do it and makes you want to use it. So it really helps to get all the makeup and dirt off your skin and it has uh, nylon bristles. So it's very clean and doesn't develop bacteria and you can also use it in the shower, which is what I love about it. Then it also comes with the UFO mini smart mask device, and you use the activated mask with it, so it's kind of like a little pack of stuff, and you use these um, activated masks to with that, with that treatment device, so you use it together in conjunction, and it is great. It gives you a really good face mask, good treatment, and that's what we just did. So if you guys want to try it, they have the bundle on Amazon, and it's great. You save with our code EXTRADOSE50, E-X-T-R-A-D-O-S-E-50. You get 15% off on top of the already 20% off retail value. So you get a total of 35% off, which is amazing. And you guys should definitely check it out. It makes a great gift. And that's where you can find them. We'll share the link in the show notes. And I just mentioned the code, so definitely check it out. And thank you to Forio for sponsoring this episode. So we're going to be moving on with some of the hormone balancing stuff that I was talking about earlier well that I just mentioned not that long ago and the reason we wanted to talk about this topic is because it's something that we're personally kind of trying to work on ourselves you know we share we keep it real in here we share a lot of our you know just like our health struggles and a lot of stuff that we've implemented in the last like two to three years so if you guys are new maybe you're not but we are plant-based I would, I would say 99% of the time, 98% of the time, but for a while we were strict plant-based for like two years and the reason we went plant-based initially was because we had a lot of inflammation in our body. We always had eaten healthy in the last like 10 years, but in the last three to four years we had a lot of inflammation and we didn't know where it was coming from or what the reason was, but we tried a lot of things and we have a lot of episodes on all that stuff you know, why we drink celery juice, you know, why we do lower impact workouts sometimes, and 
why we did that for a while and also why we went plant-based. So there's like a ton of episodes on that and like what foods to eat and all that. So make sure you check those episodes out so I don't like repeat myself, but I just wanted to quickly recap and summarize for you guys where we're at. So that was about two, three, well, three years ago, it'll be. But more recently, I feel like we have, you know, obviously being females, everyone has some kind of hormonal imbalance. I mean, at some point you've probably had one if you don't have one right now. And hormones play such a huge role in our bodies. We did a whole episode on hypothyroidism, which is, you know, something that we dealt with, you know, we've been dealing with for like over 10 years. And you can check out that episode. We talked all about it, but your thyroids are part of your, I mean, hypothyroidism is related to like some of your hormones in your body. And there's a lot of hormones that females have, but some of them are estrogen, progesterone, um, there's different thyroid hormones, cortisol, and we did a whole episode on cortisol a while ago as well. We've done a lot of those, but we're really interested in all that, and we become really interested in it recently because, like I said, we feel like we've been struggling with hormonal imbalances that are like pretty evident. So, I mean, just to like name a few, like Sam feels like she's carrying more water and, you know, like water retention in her midsection and just like, I mean, this is like all relatively speaking because, you know, someone would look at but, us. But, I mean, I will say like Instagram is a highlight reel and I mean, not to say that I'm trying to be real with you guys, but everyone's going to put their best angles. angle, their best. And even in like, you know, in even in real life, you know, everyone's going to present themselves, I think, in the best light. Like, even if you go, even if you're in, even if you're, even if you're just, like, out of town, I feel like you're going to, in your, you're going to put on the swimsuit you feel the most flattering in. You're going to put on the top you feel most flattering in. You're going to, I just feel like you're going to do whatever you feel most comfortable in anyway. You're going to put you walk outside whatever you feel most comfortable in. Anyway, that's a side note tangent, but. Yeah, so she's been saying that way. I feel like my hormones so like for a while I my cycle was very irregular I mean it still kind of is but like I wasn't physically getting a cycle every month and that's not like I know some people are going to say oh because you're so small but really no I, I was bigger like two three years ago not bigger but like you know I weighed more and I was just just larger not in a bad way but just puffier and stuff and so I still didn't have it then and so your hormones what I've read obviously we're not physicians but what I've read is so many things factor into why your cycles are regular and why your hormones are off but a lot of them is stress and other factors so I know for me I live a very stressful life and I just make myself stressed out all the time but that was playing a huge role but like more recently I don't know if it's because I was using I'm putting maca powder which is something that is really great to use to balance your, or to help with your hormones. I've been using that and honestly, I don't really know what else I was doing that would, um, you know, besides eating plant-based. So I finally got my cycle. Like I've gone the last two months regularly, but with that, I feel like I'm, my boobs are hurting and around like a couple weeks before it's supposed to come. And I'm just like, and I feel moody. My skin starts breaking out all over my cheeks and all over my jaw. And again, highlight real, like I can cover it up and but I'm like one of those people that like sabotages my face. I like go in the mirror and start – I was talking to a friend about this earlier. Like I literally would go pick at it and make it like a little tiny bump, this huge red thing. I'm like, why did I do this to myself? And then I have to go out of the house, go to the gym, and I'm like trying to dab concealer on it and it's making it worse. But that's been my life this week. But <laughs> anyway, so I was like, okay. And then Sam was feeling that way and I was like, okay, you know what? 
I was actually talking to one of my friends about, you know, hormones and cortisol, and we were all kind of feeling the same way. So we thought, you know what, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate, and you probably don't even realize, like, some of the stuff you do every day is probably making it worse, or there's probably stuff that you can implement, like we're going to do, that can maybe help a little bit. So um, we have been reading up on it and we wanted to share what we found out again we're not we're not experts we're just kind of sharing what we've read and what we want to try to implement in our own lives maybe if you guys have any tips that have worked for you you could share with us as well yes we're all ears and i'm sure a lot of you guys will want to hear them as well so definitely if you found something that's worked for you or you've researched something that it worked that's worked for you. We definitely want to hear it because obviously, if it's already worked, that's even better. Um, I know a lot of the stuff that we're about to share. It's worked. You know, there's been research on it, and it's worked for a lot of people already. So it's not like we're just sharing like a bunch of gibberish. But obviously, we love to hear from you guys as well. So, so your hormones. You know, as a female, we have several different hormones like progesterone and estrogen. And those work together to create a 28-day menstrual cycle every month until your menopause, which for me, like I said, it was not regular. So I wasn't getting it every 28 days. But there's so many things that play into that. And your hormones are produced by your endocrine system, endocrine glands, and all that kind of works in harmony, or it should be. But your hormones are your body's messengers. So they regulate your reproduction, growth and development, metabolism, energy, water balance, like they were just talking about, and your stress response. So it's supposed to maintain balance in your body, but of course if those are off, you're going to feel off. And estrogen and progesterone are two hormones that you guys have probably heard of before, and um, you can be like, I feel like we are personally, you could be estrogen dominant or just be lower in progesterone, and it's kind of like a balancing act. Now, I will say that we've talked about this before. We're not on birth control, and if you do take it, that definitely will balance out your hormones, not in the most natural way, but it does. Yeah, that's another thing I was going to point out. Some of you guys might not experience any of these symptoms because you've been on birth control for so long. Your hormones are pretty balanced, so you might not experience a lot of these symptoms, or, I mean, you might. I don't know. I feel like you could experience some of these symptoms on it. You shouldn't yeah. be as much. Like you I, can still be moody and stuff and have PMS I feel symptoms. Like, I feel like I experience a lot of these like the water retention, a lot of these because um, because of my symptoms, but they are a little bit cortisol induced. So that doesn't, birth control doesn't really help those as much, but um, yeah, the progesterone estrogen effect definitely does. Another but. thing that you need to consider is your liver. Like we've talked about this so many times on our podcast, but your liver plays a really big role in obviously with your it plays a role in your body but also helps with uh, balancing your estrogen and you're keeping your hormones in balance if your liver is really stressed or overworked it will make your imbalance worse so definitely we've talked about this before about balancing your lip i mean uh keeping your liver healthy and we really think that plant-based and it can help a lot with that and help your liver stay the best but Stuff that can make your liver worse and kind of affect the health of it is eating artificial ingredients, processed foods. I mean, we know this already. Alcohol, a high sugar diet, and they're referring to like unnatural sugars. Non-organic meats and produce, pesticides and herbicides, plastics, pollutants, heavy metal exposure, 
preservatives and skincare products, harsh cleaning products, and then infections. So, you know, a lot of household stuff that we use all the time could be making your liver health worse. And if your liver is not healthy, then it'll be really hard for it to detox all of those things that they just mentioned. So you want to make sure you're keeping your liver healthy. And your adrenal glands also play a big role, which we've talked about before related to cortisol and all of that. So you need to make sure that that's kind of balanced as well. There's so many different things, but if your adrenal glands are kind of out of whack, you'll experience a lot of sleep issues, um, just feeling really off, really tired and burnt out. But some things that um, can make it worse is like drinking a lot of caffeine, alcohol, smoking, take, doing exercising too much, not sleeping enough, and having a lot of stress. So those how they describe a lot of people, and I'll be the first to say that I feel like I do not sleep enough, and my sleep patterns are not regular and consistent. But I will say I don't – well, maybe it's like the CBD I take yeah. or, um, you know, the magnesium – well, the magnesium we take is more for staying regular and digestion and stuff like that. But I don't have, I really don't have issues sleeping. I did a couple years ago. So I don't have issues sleeping anymore. Um, and again, that could be because I've regulated that with CBD and some other things. But I don't have issues with like night sweats or stuff like that. Yeah, which they're saying if you have burnt out your adrenals, it can lower your progesterone and you could have night sweats. But that did happen. I yeah. had that years ago. Yeah. But also I feel like I was also detoxing a lot mm-hmm. um, when we went plant-based. It's I, so hard to differentiate which yeah, thing is. I, when I was detoxing and we went plant-based, I remember sweating all the time. We it did. It yeah. was so crazy to think about. But that never doesn't happen to me anymore. So some things you can do, some foods you can do to balance your hormones. There's a lot of stuff you can do. Um, you definitely want to avoid GMO and conventionally grown foods. Drink a lot of pure filtered water. And we personally have a reverse osmosis water filter system in our kitchen. And that's what we drink out of. Lucy does as well. And we also have it connected to our hot water. So when we make hot teas or hot lemon water, we will use that water, that filtered water. And I didn't know that for the longest time. There's also a Berkey system that you can get. It's not like a under the sink thing. It's like a metal, um, like a stainless steel kind of like cylinder that you can put your water and it filters it out like triple filtered and we used to have that well we still have it but I don't really use that one anymore and you need to consider supplementing which I actually talked about in my in my uh, stories the other day B vitamins are really important and they help with stress Um, I mean sorry they can be depleted when you're stressed out so you need to make sure you're supplementing those magnesium is very important for adrenal health zinc can also be wiped out when you're estrogen dominant. Essential fatty acids, which is something that we wanted to talk about because I feel like we're not getting enough of those and I was like, I can definitely be better. So those are really important for hormone production and supporting your endocrine system. So these we're gonna go into a little bit, but some of them that we were reading up on are flaxseed, chia seeds, olive oil, but you wanna make sure the olive oil is from like Italy or Europe somewhere and um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. Sardines was another one. And yeah, we're plant-based, but I almost kind of considered eating them a couple times a week because there you can get the wild planet ones. Those are wild caught and they're in olive oil. So I was like, okay, I could I could eat those a couple times a week and not like eat them every day, but it might help help with the balancing of the hormones. Yeah, because my philosophy, guys, I mean, everyone has their own philosophy. I'm all about 
whatever's going to make me the healthiest I can be. So if that means if I'm plant-based and something's not 100% working for me, then I'm willing to make a change. So I'm not going to be all or nothing. Like if I realize that I'm, like I said, if I'm 100% plant-based, even though I'm not 100%, 100%, then I am for the most part. Then if I feel like something's a little bit off, then I'm like, okay, I'm willing to try it. Like I was, you know, I was a big meat eater and it wasn't working for me. There was Alex slurping her tea. Drinking my hot tea. If it wasn't, it wasn't 100% working for me, I was like, all right, I can try the plant-based even though I felt so weird doing that. So here I am now. I'm like, I'm not going to go like back to eating meat like I was before, but to that length. But I'm willing to incorporate like, you know, let, let me incorporate some more, you know, more of these, you know, fats in there. You know, I was, I'm eating them now, obviously. I have avocado, I have stuff like that, and I have nuts and stuff, but maybe to not, I'm not incorporating to that extent. So maybe I eat, you know, what's the sardines or maybe it's, you know, if it's a salmon or something like that, or if it's just like the nuts or whatever, more of these, um, you know, different fats, making sure I'm getting them in more than I am now, just making a conscious effort to include them, seeing if that helps. I don't know. I'm always willing to try different things and see, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, and see if that works because I don't think there's any harm in trying it. If it doesn't work, then just go back to what you were doing before. Yeah, so some foods that we had read up on that we already already eat right now, but we can start adding other ones in, are avocado, which Sam just talked about, is really good, and people, everyone loves avocado. Berries, broccoli um, is a great one. Chasberry by Tex, that I actually was taking a supplement of, and I need to order more actually, but that, that also helps with balancing hormones. Cinnamon, I use on everything. Okay, then flaxseed I was talking about earlier. It's very good. Makaroo, I was also talking about, and I actually just put that in my I like the way it tastes. Smoothies. It kind of tastes like, I mean, it's a far stretch, but it tastes kind of like, kind of like caramel. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Super, Super nuts. nuts. Those are like Brazil nuts and walnuts. Um, other kind of nuts have a lot of stuff, great stuff in them. Turmeric. Wild caught oily fish. So I was just talking about that with the sardines, but that could be any other one as well, but you want to make sure you're not getting one that's farmed. Asparagus. Banana. Beans, which Sam and I we'll eat a lot of, to. and we're going to share more about that in a second. Buckwheat is another one. Cabbage, celery, chia seeds are great, and they're very, they have a lot of fiber in them as well. Coconut oil. I've read like conflicting things on that. Coconut I don't know. Oil. No, not con- coconut oh. oil. I've read things on chia seeds that it makes you more estrogen dominant. I'm really? like, I don't know. It's so weird. It gets very, like you guys probably know, it gets very confusing because you, you'll read so many different things. People are like, no, don't eat plant-based. No, eat chicken, eat eggs. It gets very confusing, especially with hormones because people, people have a lot of differing opinions on it. I mean... Obviously, I think plant-based has done wonders for me, but then obviously you have to be careful because you don't want to mess up your hormones. So I don't think there's anything wrong with yeah. plant-based. Just make sure you're getting in. I mean, I don't know. We'll report back to you guys. I really think though my hormones were already yeah. off a long time they ago. They were. They were. Because weren't. I'll tell you what. I was not. I was eating out of plastics and my liver wasn't balanced, but also I was eating a lot of hormone-filled meats and um, eggs Injected. And stuff because yeah. I didn't buy everything wild-caught and... I was eating like farm chicken. I wasn't getting, yeah, yeah, I was not eating the right kind of stuff. So And you weren't getting a cycle. I mean, yeah. I was usually, but you weren't. So, so with the olive oil, which I mentioned before, you really want to make sure you're getting one that's made in Italy. And because the ones that are 
not have could could have a lighter color and are usually chemically treated with Ew. additives. So you really want to make Gross. sure you want to get them. It makes make, me so annoyed yeah. to just allow these on the shelf. It's like disgusting. You want to get them in the glass bottle and you really want to get the right kind because if not, like you're kind of wasting your money and your time and your health. So quinoa is another one that we eat a lot of and it's really good for you. Just had some tonight. Yeah, I had a lot. Of we had a lot of these tonight, actually. <laughs> yeah, spirulina. I put that in my smoothies we with, combine the, with the, the maca powder. And the maca. Uh, pineapple, hemp seeds are great as well. Pumpkin seeds. So you kind of get the idea. You want to get um, fatty acids, healthy, fat, rich foods, and then like obviously fruits and veggies and certain grains, beans. I mean, and notice I didn't like I didn't mention any meat. I mean, you could do that if you're getting the wild, you know, organic ones, but you got, really need to make sure that you're getting that if you want to feel the best. Yes. And I didn't want to interrupt her, but Alexis is wearing the cutest sweater. Tank. I know. I love it. But usually I interrupt her over her, but I was like, I think sometimes you guys get kind of annoyed because I interrupt her. I do that all day, but whatever. I'm like, I don't care. But I was trying to be more polite this time. But anyway, her tank, um, she should probably share it for you guys in stories. But yeah. actually, I shared it the other day in my story because I thought it was so cute. But it's from Faraday. And if you guys haven't heard about them, they make the cutest clothing and cutest summer apparel and for men and women but we got some cute summer stuff and we got some really good super group skincare products but what's great about them is they have a lifetime guarantee of their quality which is basically unheard of i've never heard of that for any brand and that is amazing so you never have to worry about that but anyway that sweater tank is so cute she's worn it with or i've worn it with shorts and i've also worn it with white jeans she's wearing it with some cutoffs right now and it came in like a striped one. She has like a like a pinkish reddish color on right now. And anyway, if you guys want to check out their stuff, we have a discount code for you guys. It is double dose, like our podcast, D O U B L E D O S E, and that is twenty percent off. Such a great discount. And you can head to their website, Faraday.com, F A H E R T Y dot com. And thank you to them for sponsoring this episode. So I wanted to share some more stuff. We did an episode on cortisol, but I wanted to share some tips, some maybe obvious and maybe not be, to kind of lower your cortisol and maybe get that a little bit more under track. It's okay if you have a little bit of cortisol you want to have, but I know that we could be better. So I already mentioned, you know, we've mentioned some supplements before. Ashwagandha and rhodiola are great ones, and we take ashwagandha every day. Um... Obviously, you want to make sure you're drinking enough water and the right foods, like I mentioned before, and the omegas. We already mentioned that. Obviously, antioxidants. I talked about berries. You want to eat prebiotic foods. Um, this is something that we actually do. We limit our alcohol and caffeine. So I don't drink a lot of caffeine, and I don't drink a lot of alcohol either, which sounds kind of boring, but we had really burnt out adrenals a couple years ago, and... One of the things that was recommended to us was to cut out caffeine. And I was someone who drank a lot of black coffee like all day. And then I would drink stuff like even later in the day. And it was something really hard I had to kind of break. But I'm so, but now, like I think it's been four or five years, I, you know, I, now I'm kind of in the middle. I'll have a little bit of like stuff with green tea in it during like very early in the day. But 
I after that I don't really and I'll have matcha sometimes, but I don't drink like co- like black coffee. So I think it's okay to have moderation, but if you're someone who's having trouble sleeping, you have really bad anxiety, or you just feel like your adrenals are burnt out, maybe you try to limit it a little bit throughout the week and see if you feel any difference. But we do limit our caffeine and I think it does make a difference, especially with the sleep and anxiety. So Another thing, obviously, this is kind of like self-explanatory, but really hang out with people that make you laugh, and laughter is like the best medicine, like they always say. Um, I think, you know, talking about your stress is really good, and like expressing that you feel burnt out and stressed, I think it's good to express it. Also, with exercise, we did a podcast a while ago on low-impact workouts and why they're important, and it really can raise your cortisol. So although, like... Hit workouts like Barry's Boot Camp and Orange Theory are great workouts. They're not great to do, especially if you have like a hormonal imbalance or you're predisposed to have that. They're not good to do all the time. If you're doing them like a couple times a week, it's probably too much. And personally, like I've been doing the Stairmaster a lot. I probably need to back off. I'm going to be backing off a little bit. And I kind of talked about this in my stories the other day, but I was saying that I'm going to be trying to get up in the morning and not look at my phone for the first thing in the morning because that like already makes my stress so bad as soon as I wake up and get out of bed. It's the first thing I do. So I've been trying to keep it on do not disturb and then going on a walk with Sam and not even like I don't some of the days I haven't gone in the gym like I've just gone on a walk and that's been something different for me because I'm used to just like it's part of my routine to go and do my, my normal workout but I feel like it's a little too stressful for my body and some days I just you know, I'm just tired and I, don't, and I can feel like my body needs a break. So I've been doing walks, like a long walk. We did one the other day that was like a five-mile walk and or a little bit longer than that. And I've been trying to like incorporate that more than just, you know, going to the gym. But I'm doing a mix, like a hybrid right now. But even then, I'm going to be lowering like how much cardio I'm doing also because I don't – I mean, I think it's better to have like to give your body like a break. So definitely – Sometimes it's better to do less higher-intensity workouts and do something. It doesn't have to be Pilates or yoga. I mean, those are good ones, but it could even be lifting weights but nothing really crazy that's going to, like, elevate your heart rate, like, up and down so much. Um, even when I'm lifting weights, like, I feel like mine's pretty steady. Like, it's not, like, crazy. Like, I don't do anything insane. Like, okay, when I do my legs, it's a little bit higher, but, like, I can see on my watch it's not like, crazy versus, like, when I'm doing cardio and, like, running. But... Um, I think, you know, incorporating walks is really great to do. It's a lot less stressful on your body. Obviously getting more sleep. And this is something that I really need to work on because I'm like a night owl. I'll stay up and work a lot. But recently I've been trying to be asleep. I mean, 12 doesn't sound that early, but for me it's like a normal time. But I've been trying to sleep like till 7 or 8 and getting a good amount of sleep recently. And um, you really need to be getting going to sleep at a decent time, which maybe some of you guys already do, but cortisol increases. It's supposed to increase in the morning and drop very low when you go to sleep. But if you're always chronically stressed and you have high cortisol, you're going to feel up, feel wired and anxious at night, making it difficult to sleep. So when you stay up, your body expects to be asleep, but your stress levels are going up even more and they interrupt your sleep. So it's a vicious cycle and it can really cause stress. And also, I think when you don't sleep well, it makes you hungrier the next day and you just feel very moody and it just kind of feel like it throws, it makes you gain weight. It makes it feels like it throws everything off. So that's something that I definitely need to be trying to work on and I'm trying to just start my day earlier. That way I'm like tired at night and I'm ready to go to sleep. 
So, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. The other thing I wanted to talk about was insulin resistance. And Sam, actually, I think I think we probably both have it, but um, insulin resistance, I mean, there's a lot of, I'm not going to go into like the science and explanation of it, but if you have chronic stress, it can definitely be associated with insulin resistance. And it basically, <laughs> when your insulin resistance increase, it can cause you to, I think I was listening to something and it was saying you can have like hairs on your chin, but like that's not, that's not something that, I mean, maybe that happens to you, but it can increase body hair and acne in irregular periods. And if you have insulin resistance for a long time, they're saying that it can increase your risk of developing diabetes and a fatty liver. But hopefully we're not all at that serious of a level yet. But the way that you can lower it um, or you can kind of address your insulin resistance is some of the stuff that I already mentioned, but to base your diet on whole foods, clean ingredients, have an active lifestyle with strength training. You want to lose extra weight. Like if you have, if you're above a normal BMI or you're just not eating right. Um, but like for us, obviously we eat right, but include stress management and self-care activities keep your sleep cycle in check with your circadian rhythm so they're basically saying the bottom two are what you need to work on yeah so and i'm sure it's true for a lot of people um if you have belly fat and and it's caused inflammation and your insulin resistance it can contribute to chronic or long-lasting inflammation in the body and especially around your waist so um that is something that i know we've been talking about sam and that I mean, the main two things that that are making you that way are the cortisol and the stress. So, we the sleep, the circadian rhythm is something that you really have to be doing. Um, I think those are two things. Like, I try to think of like what I've what I've been so bad about in the last couple of years. That's definitely been the sleep and my stress have been the two things that I've been really bad about the last probably the last five years have been really bad, and. I mean, our country as a whole, I just feel like it's a go, go, go mentality. Alexa slurping the whole podcast. Sorry. I've been a go, go, go mentality, but I think it's just what has changed in my life is that I've gotten older, and I think my body just doesn't react it the same way. It anymore. I think I've just gotten older, and my, what it is is that I think my body just can't handle it the same way it used to. So I think my body's not resilient the way <laughs> I don't think it can just snap I mean, back. it's a good reminder because, like, we can't – our bodies can't take this much. So, like, every time something happens, I'm like, okay, I feel off. I go make adjustments, and then here I am, like, plant-based and, like, doing different yeah. workouts. It's good to be – because you have to reflect. constantly be changing and yeah. reflecting and checking in with yourself. So, and I feel like there's so much information out there that's I mean, valuable. It's bad that you have to wait for something to, for like something yeah. health related to realize you need to make a change, but it's never too late. But anyway, um, so we were kind of talking about earlier about like stuff that we have been experiencing around our, you know, like just around like our time of the month or just the stuff that comes. I was looking it up and it was literally like I was looking at my, my boobs started hurting and I'm like, what? What, like when this happened last month, I was like, "What is going on?" Never started happening to me first, and I was like, "I always get all the symptoms." I was first. like, "What is going on?" And then I realized it was like my literally my. Boobs, I'm like the older sister. I'm like, like, "No, that's happening." They're like before. literally sensitive and they hurt. Like it's more like my nipple. Like they hurt, and it's like what? Like I'm not hurt, but like to the touch, like very sensitive. I'm like, "What is going on?" And I knew it wasn't like something weird happening. It's like both of them. I was like, "Okay," mm. but when Sam said it, and I went and googled it, and I was like, "Oh, it's definitely like it's your hormones," but. 
it happens like literally weeks before and I'm like what is going on and then it finally comes the big p finally comes like weeks later and i'm like what i deal with this though almost the i don't whole think month. it happens to everyone i just feel like well again i'm not a yeah. birth control so i make everything's yeah. not regulated properly yeah. i think yeah but i'm trying to do hopefully this, trying I'm to go the natural route i'm hoping over yeah. time just like the plant-based it takes yeah. time but speaking of well i think in that department of Boobs. Uh, boobs and bras and that department and, uh, and net sensitive nipples. Yeah. <laughs> well, not exactly in that topic. But speaking of bras, our favorite bras that we've shared are for are Notori. And especially around that time of the month, we like something it's very comfortable because who wants to wear an uncomfortable bra, especially when they hurt? But we love Notori because they are super soft and comfortable. And we love that they're woman founded and led. And we've been using them for years. They're, like I said, super soft, and you can you can almost sleep in them. We don't sleep in those, but they have ones that are underwire, and they have ones that are wireless. We love both. And they come in so many different prints and colors. Um, we love their different nude colors, of course, under white. And they wash really well. We've washed them, obviously, a million times over the years. And you'll, like, forget you're even wearing them. That's why I said you could, like, sleep in them and you wouldn't even know. But they have all the way from A cup to a G cup. And they're just amazing. You guys will love them. And we have a code for you guys, for everyone listening, 15% off with our code DOSE, D-O-S-E. And that is on Notori.com, N-A-T-O-R-I.com. And the code is DOSE, D-O-S-E. And thank you to them for sponsoring this episode. Okay, we have one more thing to share, and that is the bean protocol. And we have done that. We have, well, we had read up on it. Sam actually did. And we have been eating a lot of beans. I mean, they suggest eating them six times a day, but Sam will talk about it in a second. I'm not eating them to that amount, but I have been incorporating them. They have protein and they have fiber, so they're not, they have a lot of benefits as it is, but I'm not doing the full protocol. But Sam can kind of share what it is and like what we've been doing. Okay, so the idea basically, I'll I'll kind of share a quick synopsis of it, and if it kind of intrigues you guys, you well, you guys obviously everyone loves Google. It's your friend. So, quick idea behind it is it basically helps to detoxify the liver and kind of heal the body from I guess kind of symptoms of that. So it kind of helps with infertility, diabetes, acne autoimmune stuff like that so like alexa said you will eat it you're supposed to eat them six to eight times a day for about three months or more and i mean i've been doing that well longer than three months but i will say i don't i go in periods where i don't do it every single day like i'll go out of town and then i won't have them for days you know in a row or i definitely don't do it for six to eight times a day and you're not you're supposed to have like small quantities six to eight times a day so i'm not very good about that so i can't speak to how well it works but i have seen some really good success stories but basically what it is is liver like we've talked about before it's a really big detox that's your detoxification organ so along with some other organs but basically that's where everything detoxifies in there so the problem becomes if you're not detoxifying properly, you will end up with probably some acne or some food intolerances or rashes or stuff like that, or at least that's what they say, because it has nowhere to go. You should be eliminating it through um, your poop or whatever, but if you're not, then it has nowhere to go. So that's probably usually where that stuff arises. So the theory is 
if you're eliminating through solu- like if you if you're consuming a lot of soluble fiber, i.e. through the beans, you're more easily eliminating through it pulls all the elimination. Toxins. So your the toxins are getting absorbed through there, and then you're eliminating better. So that's the theory. So I've seen it work really well for people. I also feel like if you make sure you're eating a lot of fiber through other sources, you could be good through there. Um, a lot of people believe in that inulin powder. A lot of people... I mean, I don't think it's bad to try everything. I think if you try everything... <laughs> That's what we're doing. Um, I don't know. I think you could try the bean thing. And I've seen try. like before and after. Like, yeah. It, it, it looks like it works. But the thing is, like, you have to do it like that. Oh, and another thing with the beans is sometimes it's hard for people to digest. I will say I found that soaking the beans overnight helps and then cooking them yourself like not just buying the canned ones if you um, soak the beans overnight like the raw ones and then you cook them in a pressure cooker or you cook them like in a stove top that helps as well like to make them easier to, to digest and over a couple weeks it gets easier to digest them but they yeah. are tougher to digest so keep that in mind but I don't know those are some things we're trying you know you guys know we're always like we're like the health fanatics we're always into trying new things and we thought sometimes, we'd share. sometimes a little too many things at one time but yeah we thought we'd share let us know if you guys have tried any of these or if you have any tips we'd love to hear from you also please don't forget to rate and review us on apple Podcasts. if you scroll down on the episode you're listening to you can scroll down and leave a rating and review we would love and I really appreciate that. And thank you guys so much again for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys soon with a new episode. And have a good one.